0: Okay, welcome to Average Joe's Podcast. Uh, I am Ziggins Mone in Chicago. It's kind of chilly still.
1: And And, uh, I'm Mario Romanelli in New York, and it's raining here.
0: So um, Mario's off of school.
1: Yes, uh, finally.
0: So let's jump into the Nationals' bids to start off with. We have four teams. Mario, lay it down for us.
1: Uh, four teams: uh, JMU, VCU, Baldwin Wallace, and University of Kentucky, in that order.
0: Yeah, we have a special order that was randomized because there's such a thing as political, like ballot ranking, which we just want to be neutral. Anyways, so like, um, we'll do a very short preview on that. Um, the Nationals vote. Uh, ends in a couple days. So get your vote in if you haven't already. There's only been nine teams of the 23 that have voted so far. Um, Um,
1: And so, Ziggy, if not all the teams vote, do you just do it for the teams that submitted it?
0: um, I try to get everybody to vote. Sometimes they just vote last minute. Like last time we actually got everybody that was active voted, which is nice. And we got a couple teams that were... um, upcoming teams that submitted their vote so like pitt is not a member team yet but uh they submitted their vote for nationals and it's recorded but it's just not counted because they don't have member rights member voting rights yet but uh it was really nice to receive a ballot from them i kind of i ask i ask that every time if you want to if you're an upcoming team and you want to submit your opinion uh, i'd love to have it because it's we good thing about preferential election is you can see how everybody wants to vote. Um, and you can kind of do some data calculation based on everything, which is nice. It's yeah. good. Useful. Just useful. Um, um, what so about I,
1: teams that are inactives? Um, like for example, let's say if um, I'm trying to think of a school that's no longer a functional school right now. Um,
0: well a nice example of a non-voting or a non-member is RIT. They didn't submit dues last year, which they should have. Um, <laughs> but they they said they weren't going to play, so which is fine. And they're like, a, I treat them as a non-member in the things because they haven't paid dues. So if if RIT comes back next year and they pay their dues, then they get member voting rights again. Um, it's just all about being member, um, like uh, paying your dues. It's kind of weird to have a benefit somewhere and paying your dues
1: uh could they pay their dues now for next year just so they can vote for nationals
0: they could yeah if they They wanted to um it'd be nice but um (laughs) no and we talked a little bit about this in the captains meeting about um felix's proposal to get like a 6v6 division going which is um kind of a recruitment tool um also help little small little teams but um yeah, as far as RIT goes, they they have trouble because they're not around anybody else, and they have trouble getting numbers to drive out to even the closest teams on the on the western seaboard or eastern seaboard.
1: Yeah, I actually met some guys uh, from RIT um, in the last elite tournament, which was in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and I think they only got uh, four guys to drive out to Baltimore.
0: Yeah, the place I mean, So cool. I mean, they've been around for a while, but uh, it's still. Rochester is, I think the closest team, they would have to travel through Canada and then through Toronto, <laughs> through um, Windsor and that little peninsula there in Detroit. And then <laughs> I think their closest team is like CMU, but they have to drive through another country to get there. And so
1: then that means everybody has to have passports and...
0: Yeah, you know, no, it's, it's a tough That's... thing. I, I was going to mention this before, but uh, jazzy josh raber from wku and um nick johnson did a great preview podcast they just had one thing wrong which was the vote happens in a few days or ends in a few days they they said March may 5th 14th and it's like really far away but anyways so we'll go real quick uh jmu hosted beast this year they, they had problems hosting Beast because their facilities were being redone. So if they get a, get the nomination, then there'll be a nice new recently uh-huh. renovated.
1: Um yes, I actually I wanted to go to JMU for the Beast this year. I couldn't. Um, but
0: swap the dates.
1: Yeah. It it was a tough weekend for me with school. But anyway, besides that, uh, from what I've heard, a lot of people because it's about an hour drive from where I am. And a lot of people around me, they know the JMU campus. They're either they went to JMU to undergrad or they're from that area. And I've only heard good things about the campus how it's beautiful, it's big, it's large, it's just a great environment. So I know that is a good positive for JMU.
0: Yeah. Um, what about a con? What do you think just offhand?
1: The I think the biggest con is the location being in Virginia it will be tough for some schools such as the Michigan schools I know the um, Paul University is really far away from um, Harrisonburg Virginia um, as well as um, uh, University of Nebraska Linking, although they're far from everybody um, Wisconsin Platteville it'd be a far trip for them so that's the biggest downside um, for JMU is yeah
0: and that's a sheer that's like sheer driving distance but um at least to has a lot of good options to going out to a lot of different places and i was thinking about this earlier today uh chicago's a big regional tra- regional transport hub so like if you wanted to get a train going i mean driving is always cheaper if you can fit four people because you split that gas bill but say we had smaller teams just hypothetical uh, if you you could have either one car, say you got one car going, and then two people took the train, that's like a nice. I guess Chicago has more options for that.
1: Yeah, or well, like I, it's, I was just it, it's
0: something thinking today.
1: Well, I agree with you because um, just in general, it's easier to transport you know eight people or six people as opposed to twenty. You know I mean you want yeah. to bring you want to bring a good fifteen with subs, so I feel teams try to get at least somewhere between the fifteen and twenty range and it's hard to do that it's it's hard to get fifteen dedicated people,
0: yeah no it is and uh you know that's and fifteen people is a solid three cars, so that's three gas bills that's more hotel rooms, which is just part of the all the hurdles that people have to go through mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's uh, JMU is actually the it's closer than our next candidate that we're going to talk about, which is VCU, um, by a tad. I think it's like 45 to 60 minutes drive. I don't know. Let's 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 launch into the VCU pros and cons. So, like, I'll, I'll start it off a little bit. So, the regional tourism board for Richmond, Virginia, which is where VCU is located, wants to use nationals, uh, as sort of a you know a tourism draw so an event draw for the city which would be great so it'd be a a contribution between vcu uh, the tourism board vcu dodgeball club and also savage would probably be a part of that um, which is probably how they got started savage contacted the regional board for richmond and um, so it's a whole big jumble and it'd be really good for that city um, for the organization and good for the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven teams, seven current member teams in that area. What's a con for BCU? Well, Aside I think distance. So we, <laughs> we know it's a distance, but oh. I don't think we should ever really consider that. A, or, well, it's granted. What else?
1: Yeah, uh, that was a big one I was gonna say. Um, I never been to VCU um has VCU hosted any tournaments? None that no, I can think of.
0: They're planning to host a new one uh, or their first one in, in this fall. In this fall. Nice.
1: Okay cuz I I don't remember anything from last year or the year before. So um it would it would be nice because it would be the first time going there but I guess that's also can be considered a con because you don't know what to expect. Um as opposed yeah. so like court size and everything.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's nascent um to my knowledge um a lot of VCs VCs are new team still. Uh and when they were just getting started they weren't they weren't club sports status. They had to have a year of being like a student organization. So they were paying for all their court space or something like that. I mean, they were paying a lot of money. And now they're a little bit more established, but still a little bit uh New, but I think it's great that they're willing to work with, you know, the city of Richmond, um, as well as the NCDA, because a lot of people don't may not realize, but the executive board of the NCDA does a lot of the planning for nationals. And we actually bring, you know, somebody, a representative from wherever nationals is held onto the executive board to be part of the executive board and, and get everything done. So, um, it's not just the school that you're voting for. It's um, a little bit of their executive boardness.
1: I see. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't say anybody from VCU, I know personally, but I do agree with you. It, it's more than just location. You want to have the right staff.
0: Yeah. And um, I, think, I think either of those, these two East Coast teams that are, that are on it, JMU or VCU – would be a good fit. I think they have um a good drive for any and that's true I'll say it it's true for any of the locations that are up for bid the four teams the four locations. I think everybody would there'd be a great nationals being held. I think it really only gets better. Mm-hmm. Um next up
1: uh is Baldwin Wallace. It's in uh, Ohio, correct?
0: Yeah, it's um northeast Ohio, right near Kent and uh, Akron and Nohut and Baltimore. So they're all in that, that little kind of Cleveland uh, area. Is that close to Pitt? It's not well, a little bit. Yeah, Pittsburgh well, is pretty close to um, Cleveland. It's It's Cleveland, so it's kind of on that northeast Ohio border. So it's actually like a lot of highways will go th- go through that area 80 goes through that area mm-hmm. um, which is a good at least for some of the team, the michigan teams that will swoop down in a in a circle or in a curve a hook <laughs> if you will
1: um i'm just scared cuz if the uh, uh if uh pit and penn state would be able to make uh that tournament cuz i know they have trouble also um Coming out to tournaments on their location and being if it's close it may be beneficial for them
0: and uh you know same for towson and maryland they have really strict guidelines on how far they can travel um, which is also true for vcu to my knowledge um it's something about the east coast they don't let their students travel as much um i know at least depaul has a waiver that you have to you 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 always have to have a waiver and I'm sure a lot of schools have that. They're just, um, it's important. And if you ever have like a problem with that you're, with your team, just contact the executive board. Maybe we can jot off a letter begging your club sports department to let you yeah, travel.
1: Yeah, because it would definitely help out, um, I think, in any situation where if, you're stingy, if your school is making it difficult for you to travel, if NCDA executive board sends them a message, maybe they can see it's more legit.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll send them a map, too, because it's really just geography. Like, we don't have a lot of teams everywhere. Uh, <laughs> we're not like soccer. We're not like ultimate, where it's every, every school has it, essentially. <laughs> so it's really geography. I'm looking at the map right now. We're pretty spread out, <laughs> but still kind of corridors of different stuff.
1: I think it's good that we're spread out because it goes to show how um... – how the league is expanding over the years um it sucks that like some teams become inactive but overall like more and more teams i feel like in different areas or i mean ziggy i'm not saying this because you're older i'm just saying when you first joined the ncda did you ever think that we were we would ever have nationals in an east coast area
0: no (laughs) really really No. (laughs) Um, When I started doing executive board stuff or caliber stuff um, back in 2010 2011, there was nothing, no hope of of any team starting up that on that side. But we knew of organizations, but it's just like they wouldn't respond to us, or they were young, they were playing foam ball. It's a different caliber of dodgeball. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny how you were saying that because uh, like foam ball is more popular in the East Coast. For some oh, yeah. reason, and non pinch obviously, I, I, which I find strange because most teams in the East hate pinching, but the NCDA East teams are very good at pinching, so I find that kind mm. of strange.
0: And even playing against themselves, so like the, they uh, uh, Kent State probably bought, helped bra uh, ease the East Coast and the NCDA style of play. Um, As in pinching, just to broadly put our rule set in pitching is what the NCAA is about, and it's it it was very interesting for me to over the years see that the East Coast take pinching and develop their own play style for it because there's you know Maryland plays a certain way, Towson plays a certain way, Janey plays a certain way, which is different if you on, on the base level than how Michigan plays how Michigan State plays, how Saginaw plays versus, of course, you know, the Ohio teams, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how that region playing against each other often have developed over the years. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Which would make it really interesting to see nationals out there because they, they'll be able to bring the best people because away team status has definitely affects your ability to play and your strength as a team.
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely. I agree with that fully. Uh, Because you can never, I feel like, have your full squad regardless of where the tournament is, unless it's in the same state.
0: And it's a psychological thing, too. I mean, our organization is about road trips and stuff like that, but it's still psychological um, Mm -hmm. traveling that, that massive distance, even traveling over an hour. I think so.
1: Definitely, Uh, which is why, as you were saying before, having the smaller league could be beneficial to some teams Um, because if let's, for example, say if you're VCU and you're traveling out to Kentucky, it's hard to get 15 people. But if you know that you only need six, you bring six people and those six people that show up love it and they want to keep going more and more. And then eventually you have a different six people go next time and then you have 12 yeah. So it's no, like
0: I think it's a it's, it's a big um a big plus um to growth. I think as an organization, if we if we want to maintain our monopoly on college dodgeball, we need to expand into that no matter what. So that's yeah. coming soon. You better get ready for it and just take it.
1: All right, I'll, I'll get ready for it.
0: I'll I'll take care of the record, just don't worry about it. That's what I do. Um I've been doing that since 2010. Anyways. Um, um,
1: one more national bid, yeah, University of Kentucky.
0: So Kentucky hosted 2013. Yeah, it's good nationals. Um, it was good nationals that was
1: I think a Grand, different time
0: a different Grand, time.
1: yeah, Grand Valley won that year, I remember.
0: yeah uh, there was ready. the last of their four peat, I think, and then it went to Saginaw and then uh Saginaw won there
1: it wasn't wasn't it there didn't Saginaw win in
0: 2012 yes
1: so it was, it, was, first,
0: it was the first of the four peat first right?
1: of the four peat okay
0: yeah, first of oh, okay yeah, cuz anyways first of the four peat um, I, I call it a quater-peat because that makes more sense cuz it's the latin root for four groups of four
1: but you don't say tripeat you say 3p
0: no you you could say you could say tetrapeat
1: just what would, well, would you say? Oh, well, do you still say three p or four p? Like, because if you're gonna, if you're not gonna say four p, well, why would you say three p? Two p
0: is repeat.
1: So yeah, that's repeat. why.
0: That's why it goes from repeat to it's, something triple p. I didn't look it up, but and then, then there's quadruple repeat, which is you say
1: four, which is Latin a, root. A double repeat. You could do that.
0: Yeah, maybe, I guess.
1: Well, if if Pete and repeat are on a boat and Pete falls off, who's left?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Mario. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, okay, so UK, one of the more southern teams of our current conference. Um, They actually have a lot of roads going through Lexington. Well, <laughs> not through Lexington, but around Lexington. Um, a lot of major highways, which is always a plus because <laughs> that's how people get around in this league they they go on highways that's why wisconsin platteville is such a tough time because they're not near a major highway in their state they have to travel in order to go to DePaul. it's still a four hour and a half trip and half that time is spent on country roads so <laughs> that's the, the farm so school
1: the highways make it a lot easier no they
0: do Um it makes, you, it makes it a lot easier, and I'd say in some ways you're a little bit more healthy. If you can mm-hmm. have a big highway time by your thing. That's just my argument. Um, so Kentucky hosted way back when. Um, they did a great job. Uh, Zach Brown is still working on a team. He's at law school or something. Probably law school. Yeah. Um, he and was he... a main guy from last time.
1: He was, and he did a great job um, setting everything up. Shirts came out nice. Um, good job organizing everything. Um, plenty of I space. Think,
0: yeah, I think the biggest plus from that as an administrative aspect was he had a lot of sponsorship that, that came through. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of good stuff that we should be doing in any nationals, which is searching for sponsors, Um Having a little table for people to like a concession stand that was a really good idea that uh, we just never did well again. Um, because you have to staff that and you have to buy it, but they uh, the shirts really, really cheap that was really nice. The they got a nice sponsorship on that Mm -hmm. worked out well. They did a lot of administrative stuff, so like if I'm If I had to choose any of the four based on just what they're going to contribute to the executive board and the administration, Mm -hmm. UK has some strong points going for them. Not to say that any of the other teams wouldn't. um, I just, as a staff member, I want people to help me out. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, it it Um, makes it easier if you have someone who has done this before um, because they kind of know what to do, what to expect. But that's not saying that none of the other teams can do it either, Uh, because it's uh,
0: that passion. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and I think regardless if whichever team is doing it, I mean, other people will help. Um,
0: So yeah, there's a lot of heart, a lot of help from the executive board. I mean, like pretty much Felix did scheduling for the last two years, um, with little minor help from me and and the executive directors. Our nationals directors, but, but Felix was in yeah. charge of scheduling. Pretty much, I mean, like, so uh, we have a giant, like, kind of personal algorithm that we work on, um, and then we have those three guidelines. So, like, you got to have somebody that's near your skill level, and then somebody that you called, uh, like a you call it match, and then um, another one you haven't played before. Uh, so those are the those three things that are actually defined in our constitution um so we try to and that's basically two of those things can have computer generation computer algorithms but mm-hmm. then the last you know felix basically did hand hand sorting hand trading between different to get the the current matchups got gotcha. to achieve those three guidelines that we had to have yes um, that uh... and then and then it's approved by the executive board but still you know well, it's it's hard
1: to please everybody. I feel like with scheduling. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, and um, I mean, if if you, I have my own scheduling thoughts. Like, I would rather have teams that have um, just one of those criteria, like they haven't played each other before, and um, teams that you are your similar skill level. I'd rather have just two. I wouldn't. I would take out the you pick them just because as a tournament director, I'm trying to put. You know useful matches together that will affect the standings um to the the greatest benefit and okay. actually prove that p- teams would do but the you call it match is valuable and i understand that but you know if i had my way that's why there's you know, <laughs> i'm just one voice on the executive board
1: But uh, i do agree um I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to scheduling is kind of like what we were talking about um, the new matchups. I mean, if VCU shows up to nationals and so does Nebraska linking like right there, that's coast to coast as far away. Yeah. We can get now um, coast
0: to no coast
1: to no coast. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's good. That, and that match should happen. I, in almost any case, like in any tournament, that match should happen. Cause Aside from, like, it's just the sheer logistics. Like, if you're going to have those teams coming in, you need to have that match played, and you need to do as much as you can to get that match played because it'll never happen ever again unless those teams are in with each other because they'll never schedule a giant trip to go across the state. Yeah. And almost rarely is, like, maybe, you know, Kentucky or Ohio State going to host a match, and then those two teams can actually go.
1: Yeah, because um, it's very rare that they would make that far of a trip for a one weekend average tournament, as opposed to a whole weekend um, nationals. nationals yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's the geography issue, the geography problem conundrum.
1: I I still think that um, one day um, the league might have like a uh, a mini nationals or like just a just a giant tournament, kind of like the beast where it's set up like nationals where let's say there's 8 teams that show up and you probably play three teams on Saturday and then like two teams on Sunday or something like that oh, yeah. where where you get like five matches the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a that's a good segue into our upcoming fall tournaments cuz UK wants to do exactly that. Um they want to host a like a pre-recruitment tournament all the way on September 8th which is like a lot of teams are barely in school. Then I think Depaul starts that weekend, um, which is yes. difficult. Because then, like say, like Depaul wants to go here, go go to that tournament. They have to so they have to apply for funding now in order to get a tournament going. Get funding for a tournament to go September, even before October. They have to get funding, and then you have to, you know, take whoever is remaining and doesn't graduate. And travel all that way at the you know the first weekend of school, first two weekends of school.
1: Yeah, because you won't have any freshmen, so yeah. it's it's pretty much a whole veteran team. Probably
0: not. I mean, like if it, unless you get a freshman to go, I think DePaul could do it. They would just be like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? Um, <laughs> but then
1: also mess. think about if you're that freshman, you're just starting school, <laughs> you're in at a new university, new school, you're probably away yeah. from home, and you're spending your first weekend. Going all, all the way, way out, all the way
0: out, of Kentucky. Yeah, no, it's um, it's a weird thing. I I think it's fun just because I'm DePaulian, so why not? Why just why not just try it?
1: That's the correct term,
0: DePaulian. DePaul, maybe. Paul. maybe well, the, is the DePaul, yeah. paper.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how you don't you won't say it, or I don't think
0: so. No.
1: no. All right. No. Um. So you- uh, yeah. So you like that segue going into the upcoming tournament? I do like that segue. All right, Normally so. I would have
0: like a little musical interlude, but I'm too lazy to edit it. So anyways, um, um, yeah, next so, one
1: up. So now that we're on this topic of upcoming tournaments, let's keep going. Um, the Another potential upcoming tournament is at University of Nebraska Linking on September 24th. Uh, Nebraska Linking is in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. And we we went there once. I know as the Paul. They hosted a tournament two years ago. Um, it, it was nice. We only got a couple teams to show out there. It was Wisconsin, Platteville, the Paul, Texas, of, I think, and yeah, North Texas. Um, so
0: the Western State was there, right? Or some of them maybe.
1: No, uh, there was only four of us. I remember uh, because as two of us would play, and then the other two would play, and that was it. We didn't have any refs the people sitting out would ref, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think not many people had full teams. I think Plaidfield was the only team that had a full squad with like a sub or two. I think the Paul, we brought just, we we brought fifth, we brought 15 people in Jibby job. So that's why we had an extra person, but he couldn't play. Uh, and Nebraska had their full squad, which was 14 people. <laughs> Jibby's a good ref. Jibby was he's a good very, ref. Yeah.
0: He he's He was always, true. uh, Whenever I could, I I want him to ref all the Chicago stuff if he can, because he's a he was really good about knowing the rules.
1: He um, he's very fair, yes. so I, I give him that and very vocal about everything. No, that's good. I, I do yeah. I do like him refing.
0: Um. So like Nebraska tries to get an event happening every fall, and I'm telling you people, just go out to Nebraska because it's an amazing time. You're going to have lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dodgeball.
1: Even you, VCU, VCU, going out to Nebraska. I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, that's you know you basically just take eighty the entire way. You yeah, I and mean, then you take eighty.
1: what is it like sixteen hours? That's that's not bad.
0: Yeah, that's a thousand miles, as the crow flies. Huh. <laughs> a thousand fifty-five.
1: Thousand miles.
0: Yeah. No, nah, not that bad.
1: 18 hours, maybe 19. Right.
0: We'll do a compromise. You fly into Chicago, to Paul. you pick you up on a giant bus, and then we'll go out there. <laughs> I'll go yeah. ref.
1: That that that's very doable.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, no, so like they 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 have a big problem um, come Nationals time, or at least after the New Year's, because people drop out because. Nobody comes to their tournaments, or they don't do much in uh, the fall to retain retain their own people. Mm -hmm. So, in order for them to grow, we need to all take bite the bullet and help them, you know, go to their events, and then they'll be they'll be bigger. And then we get some a school at at Omaha, and then bring back K State, Mm -hmm. Kansas State, Kansas State. Mm -hmm. Something was in you know Missouri or Iowa you know there's a whole bunch of i have a plan and it relies on nebraska being a corridor um hub a territorial hub territorial hub
1: and then kansas state will come back into the league
0: yeah no well they're defunct i don't. <laughs> I, I emailed them last year and they they finally got back, they the club sports director finally got back and told me they're no longer a club which hey, is sad
1: but do you know oregon state is it oregon or oregon Oregon? Oregon? No,
0: depends, I, on I, your, depends on where you're from.
1: Uh, I always, people here or say Oregon. Any, anyway, regardless, OSU, not Oklahoma State, but wherever, Oregon.
0: Um, 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 Oregon, they, yeah, Oregon State.
1: They have a dodgeball team. And if they set up their own NCDA version, they can do that, where schools in California will, can start up teams.
0: Yeah. They've been a team for forever, um, at least five years now. Oh,
1: five um, years is a lot shorter than forever.
0: Well, probably. Well, Depaul's only in their twelfth, well, sixteenth year as a team. They started in 2000, 2000 fall two thousand.
1: Oh, I thought it was the ninety-nine two thousand year.
0: Um, technically. Technically. Well, no, it's that's when they start. So they want they. The story goes. It's you know that's this is uh, actually three generations removed from me. Um, when I started doing stuff, the story goes that fall, uh, spring, of two thousand they started a club, so that would be the two nineteen ninety nine uh, two thousand
1: year. Huh.
0: The guy's in his thirties now. He's married. He has like three or four kids. Like the main president.
1: The main, does he remember dodgeball
0: um only tangently so like you know the story of uh, so like we have sudden death and that's just like that's <laughs> how we end the game and the night essentially is if you're out go home or the student center um <laughs> he started doing that and he would have this like muscle tee that had jean-claude van damme's uh movie sudden death on the muscle T, and he'd put the shirt on and then yell, sudden death! And that was sudden death. So, tangently, we have sudden death because of him.
1: So, he would carry around that shirt just for that last part yeah, of the night? just
0: that last, that last point, essentially. That was, that's DePaul. That's DePaul, that's, that's DePaul sounds, from the start, that essentially. That
1: sounds like the start of a DePaul team.
0: Uh, from what I heard, that they, they also had undefeated started really early. Um, just like that so it's it's like almost legend because it's so far away and i'm not even i wasn't even uh i was still in grade school when that happened so
1: you were in grade school when that happened uh yeah 2000
0: 2000, i was i graduated eighth grade oh oh
1: i was in uh like probably fifth grade i don't
0: remember Yeah. yeah no it's a long time long time um, what were, I don't know what were we talking about. Uh,
1: upcoming tournaments. Uh, yeah. the next on the list we have is VCU and Pitt hosting in October first. So this yeah. is great. VCU is going to go out to Nebraska Lincoln September twenty fourth. The Nebraska Lincoln guys are going to love them, and they're going to go show out to the yeah. VCU tournament a week later. Um, that should be great.
0: Oh yeah um and uh Pitt is an upcoming team they're the closest team that wants to be the next member the 40th potential school to join the NCDA they actually want to host an event to um on October 1st same same date as VCU so,
1: so should be uh should be a big day i mean regardless something should be played that weekend whether oh, it's VCU no. or PID, I think I'm. Plus, also that's a good time of the year. I noticed for teams like beginning of October, um, but it should be yeah. exciting start with already we have potential
0: um, tournaments. Yeah, um, I we I counted a couple of days ago, and I think we had twenty seven or twenty nine events played last year, um, and over almost over two hundred matches. Which is pretty insane. I it's just, a lot. You know, of, it's, it's a lot of dodgeball, and it's nice. It really is.
1: I I kind of like that. Uh, that the league's expanding, more matches, uh, more games, more dodgeball. It's all it's all good.
0: Yeah, and all, almost all of those events were single. Um, well, multiple game events so like your average tournament or round robin stuff like that um only a couple match to match events but even then like the battle of the valleys uh Saginaw versus Grand Valley they had a a JV match as well so that's that's always nice they're they're doing more stuff with their time cuz i think it's more it's economical in a way cuz you're driving out there why not drive out for couple different things have yeah. some fun more fun more dodgeball
1: and i like the uh cool tournament names people come up with like battle of the valleys it's really yes, it's really cool that's a really
0: nice one uh, Keep i think... doing I, I need that i need that to validate my my time is to summit street slugfest 2 the slugging that's you know that makes me happy when i put it in the, the spreadsheet
1: not just like the Paul University Invite DUI. You don't like that?
0: No, but I like DUI because it's DUI. Yeah. That's an interesting name. It's not just like the Spartan Invite, which is a cool name. I'm sure it's fine. Or Grand Valley Gauntlet Part Two.
1: You had such a great it's... name,
0: and then you didn't want to do different gauntlet. You just did Part One, Two, and Three. I didn't get that, but anyways, I
1: guess maybe you could you know. do something like instead of Spartan Invite, a Spartan Race or
0: something. Spartan Combine. I'm still Spartan waiting for Combine. somebody to say Combine because that's my favorite group name.
1: You could um, do it with Chicago, Chicago Combine. Because I know and, and nobody
0: voted for it. They voted for the DUI, Mario. <laughs>
1: Sorry, that name was just so so cool. You, oh, the, guy who th- the guy who thought of that was a genius. <laughs>
0: Um, I like Beast because that's a nice acronym. Um, Mi- Michigan Dodgeball Cup is is uh, a nice classic one.
1: Yeah. Michigan
0: versus the East Coast MVC, which is nice. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'd like to see it happen a lot. I I would love to see it happen, you know, every year because that'd be a cool thing. Because if anything, the trouble with East Coast is they can't. Teams have to come to them. They can't really go anywhere other than Nationals, so... Yeah. um, The other teams that have the possibility to go shoot by the Bullet and, you know, go out there. This gas is so cheap, you think know, you gotta take advantage of it while it's cheap.
1: Battle of the Bluegrass, that's another one.
0: That's always a, that's a good one. I don't think they had it last year. They had Clash oh. of the Commonwealth, though. Clash of the Commonwealth, that's a good one.
1: That's um, a really good one.
0: Jazzy was really good on his... Uh, his names.
1: If you can get two Catholic schools, you can call it like uh, the Crusades or something like that.
0: know, yeah, just like um kinda DePaul and Moody had a the Chicago Crusades. They're two religious schools, which is yeah. pretty cool. I liked it. I also like Battle of the Brown Line because it was really fun. Yeah, uh,
1: the Brown Line. Unless you were from Chicago, I guess you wouldn't understand. Yeah, you wouldn't know.
0: So like the, the Brown Line is our metro not metro, like a metro um, subway system although it's elevated because that's what Chicago does and then there's the brown line and the red line connect uh, to Paul and Moody very similarly so Battle of the Brown Line is a really fun one. I have a poster idea that's still fleshed out which is really good but alas it'll never never work <laughs> unless we is there any other schools on the brown line?
1: Um, Louis no that's no, Lola, Loyola, I'm um, Loyola, sticking well. that's red, line. red line. You could say battle of the red line, yeah, I, or battle of the bloodline because red, yeah, battle of the bloodline.
0: I'm, I'm we'll, we'll save that, Loyola, <laughs> we'll Yeah,
1: if they're ever a team, maybe if you yeah. have something with like clash, like the North Coast Clash or something like that.
0: Cross Classic was, but it's Cross Classic is the socks and the clubs, which is nice. Uh, New York had a bunch of different good baseball names. Throw some out for me because right? you're a big baseball fan, Larry.
1: baseball team names. And I'm. I'm. I well, mean, no,
0: like uh, the series, the series, Subway Series.
1: Oh, like the Subway Series? Yeah, yeah it's it, a pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they they do a good. They work really hard to keep that like rivalry like intact, even though mm-hmm. like it, it's weird because they're not in the same division or like conference, but yeah. NL and AL. But uh, yeah, Subway Series is a huge thing. Um,
0: I'm more of a baseball history fan, but so I don't know. It's I love I love event names. I love sports jerseys. I love sports design. So I think that's and I like statistics. So I think that's what keeps me in the NCDA <laughs> is just being able to do that. Um. Yeah, more of that. More of that. You should better be in charge. Names, event names.
1: Should be in charge of uh, we should put somebody in charge of like event names.
0: <laughs> just
1: yeah. give, them, give them somebody a title make event I'm names. Only,
0: I'm only happy that an event name that's not a hashtag hasn't come up yet. <laughs> Don't say
1: that now. Somebody's gonna think <laughs> of it. Somebody's and...
0: gonna do it, but I'm not gonna put it in the records. I'm just I you know, it's not it's... gonna go through me.
1: What if the event was like literally it said hashtag, like the words, like hash, H, you know, and they spelled out
0: hashtag. They got to be smart about it. If I laugh, then maybe I'll put it in. You got to entertain me. That's the th- I'm That's... doing this for for free, or well, at least right now I'm doing this for free. <laughs> maybe when I'm, when I'm off the executive board, I'll start charging the league. I don't know. As an organization, we should always have dodgeball records um Mm -hmm. we should always have college records if like another league starts up i'm going to try to get those records put together and maintain a thing because i think we should always have the the records that we have now because going back before 2010 when the records are sketchy it just makes me sad 2005 2010 was kind of a blank space and our sheets are not complete I don't know. It's if we have another league that starts up um, that's not the NCGA, or even if it's a little, you know, Northeast Oregon State Central League, I'm going to try to put those together.
1: Wouldn't that be Northwest?
0: Northwest. Oh, I did it Northwest. Weast. Northwest Oregon State. Northwest. Weast. I thought uh, you said Patrick? East. Patrick? Um, no, it's, and I got, re- I really want to do it for the UK, but I want them to do their own, uh, uh, the United Kingdom, I should say, cause, the uh, UK dodgeball.
1: Yeah. I was thinking of Kentucky when yeah. you said UK,
0: um, United Kingdom dodgeball association. Uh, they have like a kind of college league, but it's different. It's not like the m We've talked about this before, but. I want them to have the same type of records that we have. Like you could see when the event happened, what was the event name, you know, colleges playing each other. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that should. I don't know. I don't. I haven't spent the time to put it together. Anyways,
1: I, I thought of another abbreviation, um, like "duck" for UK tournament, uh, dodgeball, mm-hmm. and then you know, add university universities clash in Kentucky. Like dodgeball okay. universities, Clash in Kentucky. Duck. That's a good one.
0: Anything I, I, that has a nice acronym, which is always good, like CVO, Chicago Dodgeball Open, that's really nice. Um MVEC is pretty cool. Beast. Beast is the beast. ultimate one. Yeah. Big Appalachian Super Tournament, I think. Big East Appalachian Super Tournament or something. I don't know. MDC, which is the Michigan Dodgeball Cup. That's a nice one just because of the historicalness. And it also matched our early regional names. So before we were the MCDA, we were called the uh, Midwest Dodgeball Conference. It was the same thing. (laughs) Little things I get entertained by. Um, All right, so that's the stuff we have scheduled for... The yeah. fall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, at Kentucky, at Nebraska, and at VCU and at Pitt. Pittsburgh. So um,
1: should be nice. Yeah. Should be nice. Um so never four- too early for 100%. scheduling. Never too early. Four four bids for nationals, um, four upcoming tournaments we talked about. Um and Z, is there anything else that you want to mention?
0: Um I'd say Come out for May Day. May Day is Memorial Day weekend.
1: Oh, May Day. I almost forgot about it. Um, yeah, I
0: know. Uh, Memorial uh, Day weekend, which is the 28th. It'll be fun.
1: Uh, yes. May Day Dodgeball Rally. It's a hat tournament. You don't need a team. Just show up and play. Um, we, we pick teams from a hat. In case people don't know what a hat tournament is, the teams are made from just putting your name in. And that's actually a really fun part—is seeing who you get to play with.
0: Um, yeah, no, it's a—it's real fun. So, like, I strongly suggest you come yeah. out because it's always a fun time. Every event's always fun. Pizza, games.
1: Yeah, and and also don't get discouraged if you show up and you see that you're on a bad team when you get drafted. Just play anyway. If there are people that you don't know and you may not like, uh, did, did they? I mean, the day may change. You know, like who yeah, knows what will I happen. You may
0: stack teams never win in that in that event. They... Well,
1: they... I, yeah, well, they almost won last year, I think. But you're right, because I remember a couple years ago there was a stack team with like the NCDA All Stars. It had McCarthy, it had Trippetti. it had Van Meter, yeah. it had you know just a bunch of this great players, and they were they finished last. <laughs> yeah, they pretty yeah much. They, so... they weren't too good.
0: No, it's it's all about having fun. So,
1: yeah. So it's, yeah, it just, just play, have fun. That's what it's about. Um, and everyone has a good time.
0: All right. Uh, I think that'll cap us out. Um, I am Zygmus Maloney in Chicago.
1: And I am Mario Romanelli in New York.
0: And this has been Average Shows Podcast. As always, thank you for having us listen to you.
1: Or wouldn't they be be listening to us? Yeah,
0: they'd be listening to us, so we'll talk to them. They they
1: can't have us.
0: (laughs) Bye, folks.
1: Thanks for listening to Average Joe's Podcast. Be sure to check out more episodes of Average Joe's on iTunes or our website, ncdadodgeball.com. Until next time, just
0: remember the five Ds of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Bye bye.